we need to say, we are listeners first. And then I will create the content when I hear what is important to you, my people. Welcome to The Found Podcast with Molly Knuth, a podcast for women who are founding and getting found with their businesses online. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and my mission is to help women rewrite how we live and work on our own terms. We want to grow families, impact others for the better, and be a positive force in our communities. But we also want to have a fulfilling life, you know? In the past six years, I've gone from being a stay-at-home mom to a freelance social media marketer to a hashtag boss babe, managing client needs, talented team members, and my husband and four kiddos on our little farm here in Eastern Iowa. And what I've learned in that time is that it's not just about going full force or any one-size-fits-all strategy for a business owner. It takes you leaning into your unique gifts, intuition, and goals, and learning who you are as a person along the way to founding this business. So come along for lessons and stories from female founders growing and scaling their businesses through energetics, tried and true tactics, and high vibe personal growth. Be ready to get found. My friends, you're here. I'm here. And you might be confused because you're like, Molly, you've been showing up every two weeks like clockwork here on the podcast. What are you talking about? But Pulling back the curtain a little bit, we batch recorded all of the summer episodes way back in April. And so for the first time in four months, I'm sitting behind the mic and honestly, I'm a little rusty. I have taken I have taken this four times now, like figuring out how I want to talk. I have a framework here in front of me, but it's just not flowing. And I had to Google like what my recording software was. I couldn't even think of the name. So bear with me if this is not the most organized podcast. I... I'm going to keep it tight because the words just are not coming to me today. But I really wanted to talk about the secret of getting found today. And we come to this podcast in particular. You know, you've been here before. If you're new, welcome. But for a majority of you, you've been here for multiple episodes and you're coming here for the tips, the resources, and the stories of getting found, whether that's getting found online, whether that's founding a new business or a venture, whether that's finding yourself as a woman, we share all of those things here. And I really do feel that there is a secret sauce that I've come to understand and realize in particular over the course of the last 12 to 15 months. That's a story for another podcast. I'll save that for a different day. But the secret to getting found It's not something that is a prescriptive set of steps. Now, there are episodes of the podcast, you can go back and look for them, where I do give you prescriptive steps like A, B, C, D to complete a certain task, whether that's setting up your Facebook page, whether that is optimizing your Instagram bio, whether that is creating a marketing strategy for your holiday campaign. But all of that, in isolation cannot be the secret sauce that gets you found. They are great strategies. They are great tools. But the secret to getting found isn't going to be done in the doing. It's not going to be competing for space and saying, I'm important. Look at me. Here's what I have, which can be very, like you might be like, whoa, Molly, hold up. 
I thought this is what everything was about and what you teach on social media marketing. And it is important. But what's more important, the secret to getting found is first finding yourself, figuring out what's important to you, getting clear again on those values and what you stand for. And then you need to stop talking for talking's sake and start listening. So let's unpack that a little bit. If we want to get found for ourselves as people, I feel like we almost need to go through this unraveling. And maybe you don't need to be like that intense about it. (laughs) I feel like I've undergone a series of unraveling seasons, like all in one big season in the last 12 to 15 months. But all of it has helped me really identify what do I really want? What is most important to me and what do I stand for? And maybe you've already undergone this and you know, but if you can put on a piece of paper, what do I want out of this season of life? Maybe it's a goal list. Maybe it's a vision board, but it keeps orienting you back to what is most important. That is a great place to start. In 2022, I did not do a vision board for the first time in four years. And I don't think it's coincidental that 2022 felt very untethered for me. I didn't know where I was going. I had a hard time making decisions. I started a lot of things just for starting them sake and the excitement of trying something new and not analyzing capacity or profitability or anything like that. I took a lot of risks and I didn't have a clear understanding of how they all played together. In 2023, I said, I'm not doing that again. I am going to cast a clear vision for what I want to accomplish this year. So on my wall in my office, I have a vision board and it has a bed to symbolize rest. It has shoes that I wanted to treat myself to because I hadn't bought myself new tennis shoes in like two years. That's another story for a different day. I had on there seeds and flowers because I wanted to plant a garden this year. I had on there lots of bright colors. I had a picture of an ocean because I want to go on a vacation at the end of the year. I had a picture of money because I wanted to focus on profitability. I had a picture of somebody on a stage because I wanted to bring in speaking opportunities. And when I did that process, it helped me really hone in on what do I want in this season? And it gave me that guiding North Star so that I could filter all of my decisions through that. So if an opportunity came my way, is it going to get me closer to the person that I said I wanted to become? And if it did, great, I could take that on. If it didn't, then I could say no, or maybe I need to reevaluate that person I wanted to become. And it's okay to change that. But it helped me really understand and get back to what were the things that I really wanted to prioritize this year. And this summer, I did the same thing again, where I said, I want to be present and I want to have time with my kids and my family. And so all of my decisions and scheduling and opportunities ran through that filter. And it wasn't perfect. It was kind of messy and a lot stressful, especially by the time we got to August. But it did help me really prioritize, again, 
finding myself and saying what's important to me. And those things in 2022 that felt like they were falling apart, like my volunteer opportunities that I just didn't feel the same way about anymore. I felt like I really became disconnected from the things that had lit me up in the past. When I had some clear goals and I really prioritized what I wanted to do, those things started to pop up again as opportunities. And I started to remind myself what was important. If I said I was too busy because I had too much work to do, but I said, oh no, you know what? I said that this was important to me. I need to go take that opportunity. So it first starts, if you want to get found by your business online, you have to start by finding yourself and identifying what is most important to you so that you have that guiding North Star, you have that filter for decision-making, and you know what is most important in your heart, in your soul, and to yourself. Then the next step is we need to stop talking so much and just start listening. And I know this sounds so counterintuitive to what I usually teach about how to be found on social media, but I really, really think, and something I've learned again in this most recent season of my work life, is that there is so much talking out there already. I know this is not a newsflash to anybody because anytime you open a social media app, you are bombarded by people saying, this is important. Give your attention here. Donate your money here. Spend your money at this place. And we feel like we are pulled in so many different directions every time we look at our phone. I mean, when I open up my phone or if I just like wake it up from its sleep mode, I have so many notifications saying, look here first, look there first. And we just feel so pulled and so stretched in so many different directions. And we can't understand which is most important to listen to. And I'm stepping on my soapbox for a little bit, but truly as people, we are living in a time where there is so much information and our brains have a hard time even digesting and categorizing all of that information at once. And truly, I think we weren't meant to know so much because I can't say that what's you know happening half a world away is equally as important as what's happening behind my house, you know, because I can't physically, okay, maybe I'm getting too far away. But my point of all this is like, we know so much that's happening all over the world. In an instant, we can know what's happening in Australia and what's happening one mile down the road. And on the internet, People are telling us that these are of equal import. And if we care about one, we have to care about the other. And if we donate to a cause somewhere, we have to also donate to a cause in this other place because it's all equally important. And while social media and the internet itself has done such a great job at giving us information and connecting us to people from all of these places, those are great benefits. I also think that we need to understand that when everybody is talking, it's really hard to get people to listen. And pretty soon those people shut down and they don't listen and then we have a problem. And so for us as people who are looking to found our businesses and get found online, we need to not just prioritize adding to that that noise. <laughs> we can't just say I'm going to churn out content and content and content. At some point something's going to stick. Somebody's going to say, "You know what?" You told me this is important. It is important. And now I'm going to pay attention. I think we need to reverse that structure. 
I think instead of saying we are content creators first on behalf of our business marketing, we need to say we are listeners first. And then I will create the content when I hear what is important to you, my people. And so I almost think about it like when you're in a crowd, you know, here in the summer of 2023, we have a local fair that my kids do their 4-H and um, like animal livestock presentations at. And this fair is also like one of the biggest in the state, I think. Like they draw huge performers for concerts. Um, and they get like tens of thousands of people to these shows. And so even though it's exciting and even though it's like, oh, hey, you going to the fair tonight? You going to see Pitbull? You going to see, you know, whoever's playing? Um, you're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, here's where I'm going to be. I'm going to be on the right side of the track. I'm going to be, you know, towards the back because it's all standing room only. And it's just like when you look down at the track, it's like just a mass of like six to seven to 8,000 people. And you're like, I'm looking for my friend. And so you make a plan. You're like, here's where it's going to be. But eventually you set up a landmark and you say, I'm going to be on the right side of the track by the big flag that has the 4-H logo, or I'm going to be right underneath the Farm Bureau sign, whatever. But you have these landmarks and you say, this is where we're going to gather. If you get lost, you know that this is where I'll be. Come back here. We did the same thing with our kids. We set up shop in the cattle barn. We said, here is our tent for the week. Here is where we'll have drinks and food and snacks. And, you know, if you're going to go play trucks in the dirt with a friend, if you're going to go check out the poultry barn, whatever, but know that you can come back here anytime and someone will be here to help you. So as business owners, when we are prioritizing just the talking and the content creation and the putting our voice out there amongst all the other voices that are trying to get people's attention, we are doing a disservice to our followers and our community members when what we really need to do is say, here's where you can find me. Here's what's important to me. And if you need me, this is where you'll find my banner. This is my my landmark. This is how you know you can come back home when you're feeling a little bit lost. And I think we establish that through things like our Instagram bio, through the Instagram highlights where people can get a preview of us, through the content that we create. I still think we need to create content, but it doesn't need to be daily (laughs) or even like killing ourselves to create stories every day or threads every day and showing up in all the places, we can say, I'm just going to be on Instagram. I'm going to be at this handle. I will refresh and create content twice a week. And this is where you can find me when you need me. And I think it's like putting that flag there in the sand for people to find us. And then what our actions are on social media is not to just create new content. It's to go out and create conversations. It's to go out and follow the accounts, not just of people we want to learn from, but of people we want to connect with locally, like statewide, nationwide, people that we feel like we can help that could benefit from our services. We're going to follow them. We're going to truly care about what they're posting or what they're creating. We're going to get in rooms, like physical rooms at conferences or workshops or webinars or community events where people we can help are going to be. And then we'll say, hey, here's how you can find me. Here's my flag in the sand. Here's my landmark. It's Instagram. It's this handle. And this is where you can come when you need something from me again. And it's making these intentional 
listening opportunities so that we can not only find our people, connect with our people, but hear what they are caring about. Because sometimes we think we know what's important and it's really not. It's not what they were concerned with or wondering or in need of. And I know that's happened to me before when I've had this fantastic idea to create an offer or a course. And then I launch it and it's like crickets, nobody's signing up. And I'm like, oh shoot, I missed the mark somewhere along the line. But if we start, instead of just saying, this is important, here's what I've got. I'm talking, I'm saying, I'm telling you and thinking that's what's going to get us found. I think what instead is going to get us found is going back to how did we make friends in the first place? How do we create these honest, deep, intentional connections with real life friends and colleagues? It usually starts by listening and making that person on the other side of the relationship feel like they are heard and they are valued. And in this recent era of social media marketing that I directly contributed to, I agree, where we prioritized content creation and making our mark and saying, here, I'm important. This is what I do. And this is how I can help you. I think we forgot that when we are truly trying to create relationships with people, it's not just us showing up and saying, here's how I'm great. It's us saying, I want to know about you. And I want to know why you're great. And then we can have this reciprocal conversation and relationship where I honor and recognize your greatness and I say, here's how I can support and uplift you so you become even greater. But we have to not talk all the time. We have to make that intentional time to listen. And that's the secret of getting found. Now, how do, how do these listening activities look online? Well, we talked about a couple of them, just following other accounts you know, creating opportunities to have open, honest conversations. So you can leave comments on these other accounts that you care about. You can ask people when you like put up an Instagram story, put a question box in there and ask them for feedback. You can join Facebook groups about topics that are relevant to you and your business. And when people have questions, you can show up as a resource. Don't just like sell your product, but as a resource that gives open, honest advice. So for some reason, you know how algorithms can be weird, but for some reason on Facebook this summer, I keep getting suggested posts to join like above ground swimming pools of the USA Facebook group. And I don't have an above ground swimming pool, so I don't know how I even got in this group, but it has been like such a wonderful community to follow because people will post pictures and they'll say, hey, this is what my pool looked like this morning when I went outside and maybe it's green or it has like these weird like bubbles in it. And they're like, I don't know what to do. Can somebody help me? And pretty soon hundreds of people show up unsarcastically and not to poke fun, but to truly and honestly give feedback about things that worked or didn't work for them. It's truly a resource place where they have their flag in the ground. They say, this is what is important to us. This is what we care about above ground swimming pools. And people can show up with questions, be resources for one another. And it's that reciprocal exchange of hearing, listening, and then showing up as a resource for other people. Um, I also love that group because people celebrate their damn selves and they're like, hey, this is my backyard. And they're like, they've got these gorgeous backyards. And some of them just have like maybe a simple pool with a ladder, but they're like, I have worked for this for three years and I finally can afford it. And people are like showing up in the comments saying, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. I remember my first pool or stuff like that. It, it's just like such a 
a feel good place. And so giving ourselves the opportunity to be found not by creating content, but instead by creating places where people can feel heard and feel valued. That's what's going to be our secret sauce to getting found. We hold up our flag. We say, this is what's important to me. This is what I'm a resource for. Come to me with your questions and when you're in need, and I will be the resource for you. Now, you need to decide what tool is the best way for you to carry that out. So for some of you, the best tool to do that is going to be on Facebook. If you're a local business and you can set your flag in the ground and say, Facebook is where I will be. And then that's what you're going to prioritize. For some of you, Instagram is going to be where you set up your shop. If you, you know, just to not necessarily that you got to set up an Instagram shop, but this is where you're going to like put your flag in the ground. For some of you, that could be podcasting. For some of you, that could be a physical space. For some of you, that could be a community that you join. But regardless, we are in an era of not just Taylor Swift, but we are in an era of saying there are all of these opportunities to be found online. Facebook, Instagram, threads, X, email, podcasting, texts. You know, we can choose all of these things. And it's really hard for us as small business owners to be present in all of them. So I think we're in an era where it's okay to say, this is where I'm going to put my flag in the ground. These are the two platforms or whatever, but you don't have to be everywhere all the time. And so choose the tool that allows you to do this best. And when you're thinking about it, don't just think about the tool that is the easiest for you. Think about what is the tool that allows you to connect, hear, listen, have that reciprocal relationship and that reciprocal impact for your ideal clients and customers. And pretty soon, once we get into this routine of showing up on the platforms that work best for us and our clients and customers, once we get into this routine of not just feeling the pressure to create new content and be the loudest voice in the room and compete with all of the other people online saying, this is important and this is important. When we get into that routine of instead spending some days just listening, we spend some days just commenting on other people's posts. We spend some days just finding new people to connect with. We spend some days where we do create new content. But when we get into this sort of a cycle with our marketing, it can allow it to feel fun again. It can allow it to feel lighter again. It can allow us to see the benefits and the positive side of social media, like connecting to anyone from anywhere, giving our business visibility that we couldn't have had in decades past allowing us to really unite people in meaningful ways around things that they care about. We can see all of those positive things again when we focus on not just being heard, but hearing. Not just getting people to listen to us, but listen to other people. Not just prioritizing us getting found, but in finding our people online. And when we can do this, that is the secret of getting found. Okay, friends, I just looked down at that last sentence and it was 2222. And if you know me, you know I love a good angel number. And that is a great note to end on. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will have a whole lineup for the fall that is going to be just fire. When I look at the topics I want to speak on in the solo casts, when I look at the tactical episodes that I'm developing, when I look at the interviews that we have with some amazing founders, it just 
knocks my socks off. So I hope you're here for the duration. If you're new, welcome to the Found Podcast. If you're a longtime listener, friends, we are celebrating three years of the podcast in September, and it's hard to believe, but I thank you so much for being here and for sharing episodes with your friends and family members and colleagues and for just being a sense of support for us here at the Found Podcast. And if you haven't yet, go ahead and head over to iTunes, rate and review the episode. On Spotify, you can just leave stars. They don't allow you to leave reviews yet. But if you have time to do that, I would be forever grateful. And, you know, my stake in the ground is Molly Knuth Media and all the places or Molly Knuth underscore MKM if you want the more personal side of the business. And I'd love to hear from you. So don't hesitate to reach out. And I hope you have a fantastic end of summer. I'll be back in just a couple of weeks with the next episode of The Found Podcast. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening in to The Found Podcast. If you loved what you heard in today's episode, please head over to The Found Podcast on iTunes or Spotify and leave us a review. It means so much to know how you think about these episodes where I pour out my heart or to know what strategies you found most effective from our guest experts. While you're there, you can also check out that library of 100 plus episodes of stories of female founders and successful strategies for getting found in your business. Thank you again for being here this week and I'll be back with even more in next week's episode.